In today's episode, I'm just going to talk about a few things that I just don't find funny. I'm just finding it kind of weird that a lot of people in my age group do. What's going on right now? We have more people laughing instead of educating themselves. Let's get started. Okay, so I am 35 years old. And when I say my age group throughout this episode, I'm just going to say 30 and up, right? Did you know, for those of you who are 30 and up, we have experienced as a country two wars. One was the Gulf War, which was earlier on. And then we had the war in Afghanistan. We also experienced just about, or maybe, I believe so, 180 school shootings. And according to CNN, CNN, there's about 356 victims. That doesn't include the families. That's just those who have been harmed during the shootings. Um, in 1989, we had the savings and loan crisis. We had, uh, in 2008, the financial crisis. Um, we have seen a lot of mental health and disorder, mental disorders come about. You know, people are stressing, they have anxiety, all kinds of stuff is happening. Um, and then we have this outrageous number in suicides. And then we also, I'm not going to forget the 9-11 attacks, you know, September 11th, we, you know, we, we put up our flags and we, we said we will always remember. And, um, I realized that, uh, what's going on this week, if you haven't been watching the news, um, there have been, uh, some threats and some missiles <laughs> exchanged between Iran and the U.S., now, um, if you ask me truly what exactly is happening, I can't explain that to you. Um, I, I don't know the depths of why this started. I don't understand if we even have to go through all of this. I just know um, that our country is from the inside let alone the outside, just on the inside. We we just don't have it together. Um, I am a little in, indifferent about what's going on simply because a part of me is like, man, why are we why are we sending our troops over? You know, I, I know once the president says go, you got to go. Right. But um if anyone remember when we had the war in Afghanistan and they were sending people over, it wasn't uh, funny. Uh, it, it just was something like, oh, man, you're going. OK, um, when do you think you're coming back? You know, and they would try to remain positive. We had the Internet, so it's not like we couldn't do what I see a lot of today. Uh, sharing of the memes and the gifts and the short videos. They used to be called vines. I don't know what they're called now. I, you know, someone can educate me on what's going on today and what's cool or what's not. But I was highly shocked how on my timeline, I got some stuff, you know, like I get the, 
you know, the, the, the cute stuff about the weddings and everybody who got proposed to and those who are having babies and all this other stuff. But it was just an increasing amount of gifts and means, you know, the potential draft. And I just didn't find it funny. You know, am I the only one who thinks like, how in the world did we come to a place where we desensitize the fact that deployment and drafts is occurring right now, like makes it easier to deal with if we laugh about it. But how about those who already are on their way? Like they have access to social media as well. You know, we have other things going on in this country. There's a whole case about um, impeachment on the presidency. We have a bunch of stories of abduction, you know, and trafficking, human trafficking. Um, We have all of this going on inside of our country. We have active racism, passive racism. Um, we We have so much going on, and yet... There's still time to make a joke about something that's just not funny. So one of the things that I was thinking about was um, when I was in high school, it was my science class. It's so funny how this happened so many years ago, but I remember it like it was yesterday. Well, what I was doing where I was during the 9-11 attack. I remember being in my science class and... All of a sudden, my teacher, she got a phone call from the front office. She hung up, turned on a TV. And if you're in my age group, the TV was like wheeled from the corner of the classroom to about the front and center. So she tells everyone, everybody sit down, everybody sit down. And she's looking for the news channel. She turns on a news channel. And I remember I needed to go sharpen my pencil real quick, but I didn't know what was going on. We still kind of like making our way to our seats, but I'm like, she's probably going to have us take notes. Let me sharpen my pencil. And after it was all said and done, I turned around and I looked at the TV and there was a few students. They had their heads down. One or two students was on the floor and they were crying. I seen that first before I actually looked at the TV. And then my teacher was looking at the TV. She had her arms crossed. And then the second plane hit the tower. A part of me still cries because Uh, That's when I looked at the TV myself and my teacher, she just screamed and fell to the ground and I didn't scream, but I did fall to the ground. And I remember thinking, how can anyone do that? Like I seen it on TV, plane crashes. I've seen, you know, you see it uh, in movies, you see it in TV shows, you know, you see it in cartoons, but I was watching the news Um, at the time I was in South Florida. So it was Channel 7 News and literally they were playing it live. So we were watching it happen as it happened. And I remember everyone in the classroom, there wasn't a dry eye in that classroom. There wasn't a person who wasn't like losing their mind, even if you didn't have family affected by 
the 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 hit, the crash, um, hitting those two towers, just the mere fact everyone knew what it meant. That that tragedy, that I can't even explain it because my heart still races when I have to tell the story. Um, is just the room got so cold. I remember thinking, wait a minute, I have family in New York. Um, are they anywhere near that? Uh, once upon a time, my aunt, you know, she used to work in Battery Park. So I immediately started thinking about her and I was like, oh, my God, she regardless of how she felt, she never missed work. But I just I'm like, oh, man, I don't know what to do. Um, next thing you know, we were watching it and they were getting to the part where um, we didn't even change classes that day, you guys. The bell rung, but you could, at least in the classroom, no one moved. When we finally got enough strength in our bodies to get up and get out of the classroom, you walked in the hallway. The hallway was practically empty. No one was moving. No one was talking. Some people was just, some students was just sitting next to each other, holding each other's hands. You guys, I don't know what you were doing at that time, but something so bad happened. But at the same time, I can honestly say, being a young African-American, also Haitian-American young woman, I wasn't thinking about uh, someone worried about my skin color. I wasn't worried about, you know, people looking at me and judging me based on the fact that I was a woman. I wasn't thinking about um, things that separated me from another American who looks nothing like me. And I believe that spirit of unity literally at least in school, flushed our campus because there was like for the rest of the day, we were crying. Parents was coming to pick up their kids early. I want to say school ended early. It had no choice. People were going home. People couldn't move. People didn't want to move. I don't remember my, even when I did walk out of the classroom, my teacher did not leave. She was still on the floor and security had to come and help her at least get into the chair because she was just crying and bursting into tears, crying and bursting into tears. I don't know if she had family directly affected by this, but that day it didn't even matter when those planes hit the towers. Uh, that was enough said. No one was making a meme. Nobody was making gifts. Nobody was making these videos. Nobody till this day. Uh, maybe if I'm, I just don't see it. No one makes a joke about it. So at least for me, my age group, uh, I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna just stick to me. Ever since 9/11 happened, I can't make a joke about our military men and women going overseas to go into war because yes, they're doing it to protect us. But at the same time, if you guys don't remember when it was time to bring them home, 
when it was time to bring those soldiers home, they didn't come back the same. There wasn't the same people you remember. They came back with trauma, mental and physical trauma. And the sad part, we barely had anything to help them heal but a prayer. And you would think after something like this happens, after we see, you know, uh, an Iranian general who was well loved and beloved is killed. These people want revenge and they send 10 missiles, which uh, to my knowledge, there was no reported tragedies, but they're they're trying to make good on their threat. They said, and it is written that you don't know when, you don't know how, but I'm coming back for what you did. But in the meantime, we're making jokes about it. It's like, it's not funny. I don't find it funny at all. Somebody made a threat towards our home. And last time we didn't take it seriously, it cost us a hole in the country's heart. That is still not completely healed. Do you know where the towers went down? They're still like this sense of sadness and grief. Even though they probably prettied it up, I believe it's prettied up and, and it's a great memorial site, but no one who walks past that site don't feel the grief, don't remember the tears, don't remember people jumping out of the building and crying and and, and losing limbs. And it was chaotic. It was a threat, if you don't remember, that was not taken seriously enough to address. And now another threat that we have to take seriously. I don't believe in war. I don't believe in in, in people raising weapons and, and fighting and all. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is this is not the time to be making a joke. <laughs> it's not. Somebody's brother, sister, mother, husband, wife, child, niece, nephew, uh, best friend, friend of me, whatever you want to call them. Somebody is going over there and these people, pictures that are going around with the troops and planes and they got their head down and they're praying and they're in churches. They're doing that because they don't know if they coming back and they're not just doing it for physical sake of saying, I don't know if I'm coming back. We also talking about mental state. I know someone right now suffers from PTSD. They cannot stand 4th of July or New Year's Eve New Year's Day. They can't stand that because the fireworks come out and they are paranoid. They have children and they don't want to snap, but they're being sent back. This person did four tours. Four. And now, depending on how big this situation get, they might call this person back. Meanwhile, we're not sharing that. We're not sharing that this is not we let me put it like this. We have a voice on social media and I'm hoping my age group and everyone who hears this. I hope you decide to use your voice on social media, your platform, your following to share this. It's not funny. 
and we really need to pray for them, that they come back mentally and physically well. Thank you for listening to Time to Teach Podcast. Please be sure to rate this episode, leave a comment, and of course, share, share, share. Now, I know the episode was pretty cool, so let's keep the conversation going. Go ahead, look for me on Facebook at Time to Teach with Tiffany D, or you can go on Instagram and find me at timetoteach.tjd. See you then.